Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hi, guys. Today, I want to talk about fear. Fear has been a presence in my life since I can remember. It's been one of those voices that has been louder than a lot of others, and I've let it govern some decisions, and then I have labored to uh, keep it silenced in other areas, and I've done a pretty good job. But I just want to talk about this because it feels like fear tries to dictate our lives, and it tries to be the loudest voice. And so there's all different kinds of fear. I had very irrational fear a few nights ago. I woke up just in a panic. And for some reason, I'll be doing great. I'm going to bed. It's no problem. Life is good. And then all of a sudden, when you're in that weird state of you're sort of asleep and sort of awake and you can't really rationalize things, there can be like a freaking presence of fear that you, it almost feels like there's a being in your room. This is how it's been for me in my life in different seasons. And sometimes I'll entertain it, you know, and things feed into this like crazy shows or conversations or scary stories or whatever, uh, news stories. And this builds and builds and builds and it creates a whole um, case in your head why you just start convinced that this thing is real. Yesterday, uh, I got home from a really productive day at work, which I'm trying to say positively like a really long day, (laughs) but it was very productive. And I was really tired and I had this really weird, eerie feeling when I got home. I'm like, wait, I turned the television on. I left the TV on when I left. I guess I guess it turned off automatically. That's weird. And I thought I set the alarm. That's weird. And I just had all these weird things that started building this case and fear in my heart. And so I just, at first I was like, what's going on, you know? And then um, I outed myself to somebody and explained I was dealing with some fear. And I said, do you feel weird? And they're like, actually, I feel like you're okay, but you can come over or whatever. So I just want to say, I think that we all deal with this pretty consistently. And um, we just have to learn how to live with that voice and that fear. Because sometimes that fear, I believe, is a good thing. It it teaches us to uh, make wise decisions. It's a It's a voice that tries to guide us, but it just can't govern us. It can't dictate our lives. It can say, don't go that way and don't go that way, but it can't tell us to stop. And it can't tell us to stay up all night in a panic over nothing. And it can't tell us that we're not allowed to take ground because we're too afraid to fail. And these are all issues that we all deal with. But you know, I, something my brother-in-law always says is, you know, what's for sure the wrong thing to do? Nothing. Nothing is for sure the wrong thing to do. And I don't know that I 100% agree with that all the time because sometimes you're waiting on the right moment. You're waiting on the right move. You know what I'm saying? But in general, I can see if it's going to be between making a fearful decision and making no decision at all, I definitely want to not be dictating my decisions by the fear of failure or by the fear of I don't know anything. It's like we're, we can fear can be so dominating and it can be so loud. And for some reason, it, its case comes together so well. It's like the case for fear will be articulated in every uh, crashing tree on the house, every um, every bizarre thing that that just it builds its case quickly. And so and it reinforces itself. And so especially if you have a big imagination. So I have just 
decided I'm not going to get trapped by fear. I'm not going to get trapped by physical, the fear of physical harm. I'm not going to get trapped by the fear of uh, falling or failing because it's more important to me if I make the wrong move. This is, this is how I think. If I make the wrong move, it was never intentional. I'm doing the best I can to be responsible with what I've been entrusted with. And I want to do everything I can to cross those bridges and to cross over into the territory that I'm supposed to be in, to take dominance and to take dominion over the areas that I, that are required of me. And that is more important to me than it is for me to face off with my fear. And so I just want to encourage you at every corner, if it's in relationships, it is so scary to be truly honest and to be truly vulnerable. And I had a recent situation where uh, somebody was just talking to me about a situation. They're like, I'd be so sad if this happened. And I kind of acted real light about it. And I'm like, well, if that's what happens, that's their choice. And that's what happens. And they're like, oh, I'd be so sad if they made that decision. And, and then I stopped and I said, honestly, I'd be really sad too. And it's actually really painful for me. And so that's why I'm acting so light about it is because it hurts too bad. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> like instantly, like, no problem. Now I get it. But it's funny how, um, you know, a couple podcasts ago, I talked about that. What's really wrong? What's really going on? What's really the matter, the issue? Instead of hiding ourselves behind things, it's just so much easier to be guarded and jaded and protect ourselves than it is to be vulnerable. But how do we have deep and meaningful and real relationships if we're constantly hiding and protecting ourselves? I don't want to barricade myself. I'd rather be in pain of like from honesty and from, um, vulnerability than be in relationships that are surface deep. Now, I don't believe every relationship is supposed to go past the surface. I believe that there are circles of friends, circles of relationships that uh, aren't always meant to be forever. And there are seasons for things. There's a reason for your season. I believe in all that. And that there are times that you come close together with people and you walk together for a while and you learn and you grow and it's really important and really great. I don't regret any of my paths, any of my relationships, even the bad ones, even the hard ones, even the crazy ones. I'm so thankful that I had those seasons next to those people because, man, I learned so much. I learned so much. And some of the people that have hurt me the absolute most have demanded the most growth in my life because I've had to recover. I've had to face off with myself. I've had to make a hard decision in the middle of the storm that I'm not backing down. And if I wasn't in that emotional chaos, I don't know that I would have had the audacity and the strength to stand up and say, no, I'm willing to fight. I'm willing to fight for this. Or, man, I don't want a manipulative relationship. I don't want this, this you know, unemotional availability. Like, there, like all of a sudden it starts to create this understanding. So I just think every single kind of uh, journey, every person that we cross, like we can learn from and you can learn to avoid that kind of stuff in the future. It's not like that was so good. Let's take it again. It's like, wait a second, even though that was hard, I now know how to navigate around that and I'll recognize it sooner. I think all of that is really important. So I don't know. I'm just saying it's it's scary to be really close to people. It's scary to have emotional intimacy with anybody. It really is. It's it's you're getting your heart in, entangled and in a position that 
can be hurt, but you're also getting it in a position where it can truly love and where you can really uh, build something great with somebody. I talk often about my team. I really love working with the people that I've gotten surrounded with, but the only way it works is if we're truly honest with each other. And I will often start things like, just so you know, I'm already upset. I'm carrying this in the room. I just had a weird phone call. I'm working through it. It's not you, it's me. If you feel those that those vibes, that energy on me, I am mad. It's not at you. If I'm mad at you, you know it. Like that that's our rule. Like I'm very 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 rarely upset with them. But if I ever am, if something comes up that I don't understand, if something crosses whatever, they are the first and only phone call. I go straight to them and we talk about it. We work it out. We that's that's our rule all together as a team, as a big team. There's a ton of us. And that's the only way it works. And the same with me. If they're upset with me, if there's a confusing thing, if there's something that came up in a meeting and whatever, we out our we talk about everything on the table because things grow and build. This is the thing though, after this, so many years of this, you know each other where you go, I know you didn't say that. I'm not even mad. I know you didn't say that. I know that you didn't mean it like that. Like there, it's so rare that there's even a conflict because there's such a high level of understanding because we've been building for years bridges to each other's hearts for years. And I know that sounds like a Hallmark card. Well, maybe I'm, I'm kind of cheesy. That's okay. But it's true. There's been so many years of trust, of understanding. And I've seen this in marriages where there's so many years of disrespect, of breaking down communication lines, of mockery there's so many years of it between a couple where there's distrust and you got to build those bridges back between each other because it's so vital it's so vital to be like i really love you and i've been feeling like i'm not enough and i'm scared and that's why i've been acting weird and we pile weird behavior in front of our heart and you know what it's scary to move all that out of the way and say this is how i really feel and this is who i really am and this is where i'm really at but it's so much scarier to be alone and isolated and jaded and weird and act crazy. It's way worse. And you know what? Alone isn't so bad. I'm not talking about your singlehood. I love being single, by the way. I love it. I'm excited to get married. I'm looking forward to that season. But I'm telling you, I have had a total blast in this season of my life. And every day I am enjoying it. Even when there's heartache, even when things you, you walk through something and you're excited about it and it doesn't work out. It's so worth it. It is so fun. And I'm having so much fun. So whatever phase we're in has wonderful things and has horrible things. And that's just how it is. And so it's making the best that we can with what, what we have, with where we're at, and with who we're with, like we've talked about before. And I think that that's really important. But that vulnerability is so scary. But I'm telling you, it creates the best harmony. It creates the most rich relationships. Like literally, it's so nice when you have worked and sustained a healthy relationship between you and someone else that you you just, there's an honor code where it's like, I know, I know you didn't mean it that way. Or somebody can come to you and say something, you just look at them and you're like, I just trust them. I know them to be one way and the way that you're describing just doesn't, I don't relate. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's not who they are. So I just want to encourage you, like whatever the fear, whatever fear is trying to keep you from, show that fear who's boss. A couple other things about fear. It's one of those things that it's paralyzing. If you let it, if you let it be paralyzing, it will be. Or if you just decide I'm going to 
navigate regardless if I'm afraid. And what I like to think too is what am I really afraid of? Let's break this down. Like what is truly freaking me out here? And sometimes we can get around the thing that's making us fearful or we can at least um, prepare for it or plan better for it. Or um, there's like a lot of background noise (laughs) all of a sudden. So it's cracking me up over here. So I think a lot of times we let fear dictate and govern our decision making. And I feel like there are other people on the other side of you getting in the place you're supposed to be in. So don't let fear hold you back. I haven't seen people just say, oh, I'm just so happy for fear, unless it's a situation where they had a gut instinct and they followed that and it kept them out of harm's way. I get that. But other than that, like fear can be quiet. Fear isn't going to navigate my life. Fear is not the roadmap to my destiny. That's for sure. And I'm not going to let fear get in the way of me and the responsibilities and assignments and the people on the other side of the thing that's so scary. And something I like to do is break it down. What am I really afraid of? What am I really afraid of? Am I afraid of success? Is it because it's mysterious and I don't know what's on the other side of that and what that will be like? Am I afraid of failing? Who cares? People fail every day. What's wrong with that? Am I afraid? um, What am I afraid of? What is it exactly? I don't know. And a lot of times when I really get to the root of it, it's something dumb. Like the other day, I had a really pressured situation where there was a highly publicized event. And then I had to speak after this highly publicized event. And I felt so much internal pressure. And I, I speak publicly often and it's not something I usually feel anxiety about. It's something I feel you know, excited about. I feel like I have something to contribute um, and I'm, I want to do a good job with what I'm carrying and that's more how I approach it. I'm not like, give me the mic. I can't wait to talk. But I'm definitely like, hey, I'm here to say something and hopefully it'll help people. And that's where I come from with it. But for some reason, this torment was speaking to me and it was the loudest voice I could hear that week. And I just had to shut it up. And it was louder than I really honestly think it's ever been maybe in the the last 20 years of public speaking. And so I just want to really encourage you, whatever it is that's trying to hinder you, whatever it is that's standing in your way, don't let that thing boss you around. Are you kidding me? No, we're not governed by that. Even if it still speaks, it doesn't get to dictate or decide your path. And it's easy to be afraid about loving somebody. It's easy to be afraid about getting close to people. It's easy to be afraid about um, all kinds of things. Like we could really drum up fear about the dumbest thing ever, like easily. And I have done it. But it's one of those things that it's worth us breaking it down and saying, what can I do to avoid the fear? And with that situation I had, I just faced off with it. I prepared as much as I could and then... Other than that, you know what I had to do? I had to show up. And when I got there, I still had that lump in my throat. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm doing it anyway. And so I went through and as I did it, it got better each time. And it was just a freak thing. And I just am like, you know what? I don't care what you do. I don't care what you say. Fear. I'm not backing down from my place. I'm not getting out of my my position of advancement to speak into the lives of the people that I'm supposed to connect with. So I just want to encourage you, whatever it is that fear is trying to be louder than, I just am saying stop and consider what is this really? And 
just making that determination in your heart. I'm not dictating my path by what fear says. It is not allowed to be the loudest voice here. Even if it screams so loudly, you can hardly think and hear anything else. I just want to encourage you to just say, I'm not in agreement with you. I'm not going to do what you say. So that's what I have to talk about this week. Thank you for joining me and I'll be back to talk about more soon.